everybody. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. I'm Jeff Antoniak. So I want to talk to you guys today about voice leading and how to work on it. This, this is something that we've a lot of us have heard about, but we're not sure what to do about it. I know that was the case for me for a long time, or even when we know a definition of what voice leading is, how do we actually make music out of it? So I want to solve all that stuff for you today. And uh, before we go any further, Maryland Summer Jazz, it starts next week. Maryland Summer Jazz is the adult amateur uh, workshop, uh, semi-pros, amateurs. I've been running it for 16 years. This year, it's online. And we've got a really, really uh, cool situation lined up for you. We've got a couple spots left, four days next week, four days the following week. You can check out the dates here. And we also have a situation where you can come in as an observer for just one day. So if the resources or if the time doesn't quite work out to do four days, come do one day with us. Amazing faculty, guest artists, everything. So I hope you can join us for a day or two or four or eight. All right. So voice leading. This is a really, really big deal. And so what is voice leading? It's really about <clears throat> how a chord progresses to the next chord. It's about, um, and it helps us with our voicing on piano or guitar. When the chord goes from C to F up a fourth, you don't see the piano player move their hand up a fourth. You don't see the guitar player move up or down six or eight frets. No, they stay in one position because they voice lead. Great arrangers, great composers, voice lead. The term comes from writing for voices, frankly, the way I heard it. So um, yeah, and it helps us in creating great melodies in our improvisation. So that's what I want to look about look at today. So what I want to do is use the song Prelude to a Kiss, the first two measures of this tune. We're focusing on two measures of this tune, voice leading. This is a tune we worked on um, at jazzwire.net, and people got so much traction working with voice leading on this tune and a couple other tunes. Um, that I wanted to come on to Digging Deeper and get you guys fired up about it. The people inside uh, Jazzwire are making crazy leaps ahead in their playing and in how good and professional they sound because of voice leading. So this is something you need to do. So look at the example on the sheet. And what we have here are the first four chords, the first two measures of Prelude to a Kiss. Um, let me play the melody for you really quickly through those two measures just so you can remember the tune and then I'll play the voice leading line here. We'll talk about it. Yeah, one of my favorite tunes of all time. My first album with the Jazz Update Band, uh, the album Here Today, I recorded this tune. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorites. So I uh, played a little bit of the melody and then played the voice leading line for you. So if you look at item number one on the sheet, you see the first note, I decided to start on the flat seven. Sevenths or thirds are a great way to start with voice leading. Those are the classic lines. So I started on the flat seven, then on the G chord, I moved down a half step to the third. On the C7 chord, moved down a half step from there to the B flat, and then moved down a half step from there to the third again of the F major chord, the A. So my line was literally four half notes moving down in half steps. 
And I was able to find this fantastic line of sevenths and thirds. And miraculously, they move by a half step. Wow, that's luck. Well, no, it's not luck. That's the circle of fourths. Why the circle of fourths? I'm sure you've thought, why would the big deal about the circle of fourths? And why the big deal about two five ones? And why, why, why? Well, because it gets us this amazing structure inside. My analogy is always building. Uh, architecture, 90 degree angles. Why the 90 degree angle all the time? Well, because it works. We've got a couple thousand years of that angle working really well. It's efficient for use of space. The structures tend to last longer. Everything stands a long time, right? So it's the same thing here. Um, the circle of fourths gives us this half step motion. So now let's talk about how to practice this. You have a sense of what voice leading is. You can ask some questions in the comments if you want. So now what do we do with this? Well, look at the list on the sheet. I've given you five ideas of how to get started. Number one, play the voice leading line. Play it a lot. Get it in your ear. Get it so that you can hear that path through the changes. And that's the analogy I'm going to use. Yes, analogy alert, I know. Voice leading is a path through the forest. It's a wonderful way to get through this forest of chord changes. It's tried and true. It works every time. No one ever gets lost on this path. Okay, so now what do we want to do with the path? Well, after a while, after we've walked the path a couple times, after we've played this line, we may want to leave the path. But here's the thing. Don't just walk off perpendicular for a mile. You're going to get lost and now you're in trouble. Don't do that. Leave the path, come back. Maybe you hear a waterfall. Maybe you can see something. The further you get away from the path, the more dangerous or risky it is, right? Make sure you can see the path, come back to the path. That's how we do voice leading. That analogy is perfect. As you get really expert, you can really go off the path and find your way back. Or you could walk parallel to the path for a mile when you get really good. So that's how you do it. How do you walk a path through the forest? That's how you do voice leading. So back to this list, get used to the path. That's item number one. So the next one just tells us how we can leave the path in just a subtle way, but still know where we're at. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to uh, play a little bit for you. And what I'm gonna do is each of those five items, I'm gonna play it twice. And so you can hear the line. You can hear the line a second time. Then you can hear me embellishing it in these different ways. And you're gonna notice this starts sounding like music. Why? Because this is what your heroes do. This is how it's done. All those great two five licks and all those great circle of fourth licks and vocabulary and exercises and jazz books you have, they're built on this. All right, here we go.
Right. So did that start sounding like music a little bit? It sure did. And I had huge constraints on what I was doing the whole time. There was so much I was hearing and felt like I wanted to do, but it wasn't allowed. But okay, you've heard me say it before. Constraints, limitations are what makes you more creative, not less. That's why poets rhyme this line with that. That's why poets write sonnets. That's why painters use a rectangular canvas. They're working within colossal limitations, and the limitations make you get creative. So that forced me to get creative because the stuff I wanted to do was not allowed. So I had to really think, what can I do given that I'm only allowed to go below this note, and by the way, only allowed to go below in a particular way? Pretty cool. So that's how I want you to practice it. Now, here's the thing. Don't practice it that way, two times through each of these five items. No, here's what you do. Take item number two and do that for 20 minutes over these four chords, over these two bars, digging deeper. Not surprisingly, that's why I call the video series Digging Deeper, right? That is how we get better. Now, that may make your mind explode that you've got seven songs to learn. They're each 32 measures long, and I'm telling you to spend your practice time on two measures. That is true. That is what I'm telling you. Sure, we need to learn that other music, but the bulk of your practice should be doing this work because when you learn voice leading over these four chords, that changes the world for you. I'm telling you it does. You're going to approach every song differently. You're going to hear chord progressions differently. You're going to think differently. You're going to see connections that you never saw before after doing a couple hours of this work. It's a big deal. So let me do this. I'm going to play uh, the last example on the sheet for you where I wrote out sort of a solo or an etude or something using this voice leading line where sometimes I'm going above, sometimes I'm going below, sometimes it's chord tones. So sort of changing it up. So let me do this. I'm going to play uh, this thing through twice for you and then maybe I'll improvise a little bit uh, more freely. I'm going to be still thinking about the uh, voice leading line, but... Uh, but doing it, you know, with fewer limitations. My only limitation is have that line in there. Here we go. I could do that, like I said, for 20 minutes, 40 minutes. Uh, and I've done that <laughs> plenty on two measures and really work in that voice leading line. Now, I was all over the place and I was altering chords and I was doing tritone substitutes. I don't know what all I was doing in there. Um, but it all had the voice leading line. So people ask the question, well, does the note have to be the first thing you play in the measure? 
doesn't have to be. And you can see an example, the last example on the sheet. It's not always the first note. Does it have to be the last note so that it voice leads just perfectly? Doesn't have to be, but it can be, and that's a fantastic sound. Um, do the notes have to be in the same octave? Well, it's easier and more obvious, but they don't have to be. So I've got five ways for you to practice this, and I want you to work those, and I want you to get bored before you go on to the next one. And I want you to get really bored, and I want you to solve your boredom. The reason you're bored is you're bumping into the one good idea you have. Find a second way to do one of these items. Find a third way. And yeah, that's where things start happening. So I'm telling you, this voice leading thing is a game changer for people. But take some guidance, right? I mean, you've got a starting point here, but this isn't guidance. This isn't me teaching you a lesson. This is me teaching 10,000 people a lesson. If you want to get that guidance, jazzwire.net and, of course, Maryland Summer Jazz. So that's a good fit for you. Man, I can promise a fantastic time, and I can promise you're playing going to a whole different level. Have some fun with voice leading, and I hope I'm going to be working with you in the next couple of weeks of Maryland Summer Jazz. Take care, everybody. Music